Reading our Bibles regularly can be a challenge, but we're all on this journey together. We're praying that this podcast inspires you, helps you better understand God's Word, and builds your faith. This is Join the Journey with your host, Emma Dodder. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with today's Devo writer, Mr. Pan Sakungal. Hey, happy to be here. Did I get your last name right? It's Sakungel. Sakungel. Yeah. I was practicing (laughs) a little more. Pan, I'm so glad to have you in here. We just met this morning. I know you're a faithful member of our body, and I would love to hear just what God's done in your life. How'd you come to know the Lord? And then fast forward, what are you up to these days? Yeah, great. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Um, I grew up going to church. Um, my mom took us there as kids. I totally hated every minute of it. Um, the kids were totally mean to me, and I just had a terrible experience. So. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have a great experience going to church. I would say that in high school, through the kindness of one man, did come to uh, an intellectual understanding of who God was, that Mm. he died for me. So I put my faith there, but it was a faith that was really based on kind of facts and a lot of head knowledge. And my day-to-day life was more about trying to follow the rules as best as I could, um, which was basically terrible and aggravating and frustrating. Um, And so at some point in college, I decided that I was done with all the guilt Mm -hmm. and the shame part of it. So really launched me on a 10-year-long bachelor party, essentially, which took me to Los Angeles, took me back to Dallas, where I'm Mm -hmm. from. And through a series of events, um, you know, at some point in my life, was really searching for, you know, I've been living this Dallas uh, lifestyle, uh, which I'm having a lot of fun, but I should be doing something more with my life. Mm -hmm. And so God led me to the watermark at the time, 5 p.m. service, because I was never going to make a Sunday morning service. And through the people of Watermark, really just started challenging me to take small steps of faith um, that just allowed me to uh, gain trust in him. I think what I would just say, Emma, is that um, I had this um, this expression, which is that rules without relationship lead to rebellion. Mm. And I was definitely, uh, I had a lot of rules and a lot of rebellion, but it was the relationship part that I was missing. Wow. That's neat, Pon. So two questions for you. Number one, what do you do for work? I what? work in uh, investment management. All right. Anytime somebody walks in in a tie, I've got to ask what, what you're up to today. And then number two, you mentioned that you changed the spelling of your last name when you came to America or when you became a citizen. Where... What was that like? Where did you come from? Tell me a little bit about that journey. Sure. I was born uh, in Bangkok, Thailand. That's where my family's from originally. Uh, We immigrated to the U.S. when I was a baby, so um, one years old, so I don't have any memory of it per se. And a lot of our challenges are maybe typical to Asian-American first-generation immigrants. Um, My parents were educated, but because they had questionable immigration status, um, you know, had to work a whole host of Mm. odd jobs. I grew up in what I would say is poverty, essentially. Again, my parents, they loved me. They were always there. They encouraged me to work hard, but, um, and they they provided everything they could. So Mm -hmm. I've got, I'm blessed to have great parents, but in terms of uh, material possessions, we didn't have a lot of that. And also, um, I put a lot of my identity in my success Mm. um, academically and career-wise. Sure. And so now... You know your identities in Jesus, and and tell me what what's that what has that been like once you captured that relationship? You mentioned the five p.m. So I would assume it wasn't too long ago, or was it pre-COVID when we had a Saturday service? Yeah, so I was I've been coming to Watermark since two thousand nine. Um, okay. I was a, a single guy at, at the time. To answer your earlier question about fast forwarding, you know, today I'm married. We have three boys, ages. 
10, 8, and 5. So we have a lot of free time and a lot of, you know, bandwidth. So if you ever <laughs> want to hang out, just just let me know. You're we're, so we're, free. we're available. But because um, and being a father certainly helps me understand this, but when I viewed the relationship with our Heavenly Father as someone who gives us rules that are to be followed, not because he's trying to withhold things from us, because he's trying to protect us, mm-hmm. and because he knows what's best for us, and we just can't maybe understand it. But the only way that I think we, that at least I could obey with joy is this idea of trust, and trust without relationship is just impossible. So yeah. um, it was really that, again, like I mentioned, the small steps of faith that I was challenged to take was God just growing my trust in him and that that he was for me. I love it, Pun. Well, today we are in 1 Kings 11, and I'm going to let you set it up for us. So kind of give us some context. Where does this passage fall? Yeah, that's, that, I think that's a very important uh, question, Emma. First Kings starts with um, Solomon taking the throne and then asking for wisdom, doing a great job, building the temple, etc. But King First Kings 11 is really is the last chapter of Solomon's reign. And, and unfortunately, from this point forward through the rest of First Kings and Second Kings, we really see uh, a series of really mostly bad kings on Israel and really Israel's uh, decline um, as a nation. Hmm. And I, I noticed, I, I read your Devo, looked it over. Great job. First Kings 11.4 was your key verse. I'm going to read that for us. For when Solomon was old, his wives turned away his heart after other gods, and his heart was not wholly true to the Lord his God, as was the heart of David his father. Why that verse? Why is verse four your key verse for today's devotional? Yeah, it's it's a great question. And I think it's important. I think when I think about the life of Solomon and who he was, we know what from what the Bible tells us is that he was the wisest king that he was the wisest person that ever lived. He knew God. He had personal interactions with him. David was his father. He was wealthy, powerful. He had everything that all of us, a lot of us kind of imagine. But at the same time, he was vulnerable, vulnerable Mm -hmm. to sin, sin in his life that really, you know, ended up turning his heart away despite all of his head knowledge, despite all of his wisdom and really setting up the nation of Israel throughout multiple generations to basically destroy everything that he had worked for. Mm. And I just think that is a very powerful warning for all of us. Yeah. How do you, you hear that warning. How do you personally live differently because of what you read in today's chapter? Yeah, I think the important part about verse four to me is that it says, for when Solomon was old, his wife's turned his heart away. Mm. So, it didn't happen overnight. It wasn't in one day, but sin just crept into his life over time. So these small compromises led him at the end of his life to a place that he probably never could imagine. So I think for us, what we have to be on guard and what I try to be on guard of is like all the small compromises that I make in my daily life and also opening myself up to not just what I see, but what mm-hmm. others maybe in my community group, others, people in my family, other people who are close to me, who are trusted, what they see in me and be open to them pointing those things out. Wow. That's good pun. Last question for you. We want to make a big church feel small. If somebody's in Dallas on a Sunday morning and they, they read your Devo, they're encouraged by it. They'd like to meet you. What service do you typically go to? Where could they find you? I uh, attend the 9 a.m. service and I sit in the upper balcony kind of in the center of the stage. So that is where you will find me. I love it. Pond, thank you so much for being here. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. The Join the Journey podcast is produced by Watermark Community Church in Dallas, Texas. 
You can learn more about Watermark by connecting with us on social media. Just search Watermark Church, all one word. And to read along with us, visit jointhejourney.com. And thank you guys for listening.